Welcome to the Global Dance Network podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Smolik, and I invite you to join the conversation with artists who are passionate about inspiring and equipping you for whatever sphere you find yourself in. As he states, there's nothing more masculine, Garrett Grote gives insight into company life as a professional male ballet dancer, inspiring more men to dance. Our podcast today, Garrett. Great to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Here too. in your hometown in Edmonton. Um, so my first question is, how did you even get into dancing? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I was six years old, and my mom, I guess, thought I had too much energy and wanted to get me out of the house and put me into dance at six. Right, okay. And did you enjoy that from right from the beginning? I mean, I always liked music, um, so I, yeah, I enjoyed it, and I've always, I liked people as well, so I, it was fun to get, you know, uh, meet some friends and have music playing. And, yeah. Because, I mean, at six years old, you're just running around the room anyways, yeah. right? <laughs> right, skipping around. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you grew up dancing in a local dance studio. Um I've heard from your sister you were the only or one of the only guys in the studio. What was that like? Did you get made fun of? Did you enjoy it? You obviously weren't doing the hockey thing that all the other guys were doing. No, I I, I was never really good at hockey. I skated and stuff like that, but never really got into hockey. Um, I enjoyed... I Well, there was one other guy... Um, so we were like buddy buddy through all through dance until we were about fourteen, mm-hmm. and then from there he started really focusing more on hockey. Right. And so it was more just me, um, and I didn't I didn't mind like I was fine. I, you know I have a good relationship with my mom, so I have no problem mm-hmm. like talking to girls right and you had a lot of girls around you yeah yeah so it was i had no problems with that (laughs) which was probably even helpful maybe in you know becoming a husband and yeah oh definitely yeah definitely helped yeah Yeah. (laughs) so um you were dancing doing all kinds of dance styles and then you i guess now find yourself in the alberta ballet as a professional dancer what was that transition how did you even get into that uh, well, when when I was 16, I went to the Chiquetti competition um, that happens every four years um, in Calgary. Um, got us, you know, competed in the competition, everything, made it to finals. And um, there was a scout there. His name was Raymond Lukens mm-hmm. um, from New York City um, at the... ABT school, Jack and Kennedy Onassis, um, and he, I guess, liked what he saw and or saw potential, mm-hmm. and uh, gave me a full scholarship for the first year, and that was in August, and then I needed to be in New York City in September. Yeah. So that was like a really quick transition, and. I think it was like really hard on my parents mm-hmm. to try and figure out like where I was going to live and everything because yeah. they don't have um, a dorms, like dorms or, or housing or anything, and they don't really provide anything. Um, 
So you were what? Like 16? I was 17. 17. I was 16 when I did the competition. Yeah. Um, And then I... Yeah, I guess I would have, yeah. I would have been 16. Yeah. And left. I was there for two years. Um, Did auditions after... The first few months there would have been six months, and then auditions kind of went through New York. And um, just because of my age, like I only had one or two years before I needed to get into a comp- uh, into a company. Mm-hmm. And so my instructors encouraged me to go see what auditioning was like. Um, went and did auditions, and I guess it would have been two thousand eight. And at that time all the companies in the United States were firing dancers. So mm-hmm. there was like t- like probably 50 dancers in the United States that were laid off. Oh, wow. And so all of those dancers that already had experience were in all the auditions. So a lot of the, you know, fresh out of school dancers didn't get jobs in 2008 mm-hmm. um, because there was much more experienced dancers that were, you know, competing for spots in a company. Right. Um, so that first year I didn't, I didn't get any offers. I got like a few, um, I guess trainee positions, yeah. but I didn't, um, I didn't really want to leave New York cause I had already kind of set up shop, I guess. Like yeah. I had, I had friends and yeah. I had, you know, I had found a church and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, so I did another year there. And then did, again, 2009 was a hard year as well to find a job in the States. And so didn't get any reasonable offers in the States. Mm -hmm. And then I had thought I wasn't going to get a job at all. And then I was in a, uh, what would it be? Like a drugstore, like a shopper's Mm -hmm. drug mart kind of thing in the States. And... I got a phone call from the company manager of Alberta Valley, and he says, Hi, Garrett, this is Paul um, from Alberta Valley. And I said, Hi. Like, He says, Yeah, I know this is really late, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you haven't accepted any other job offers, we have a apprentice contract for you for next season. And I was like, Oh, wow, that's incredible. Like, yeah. Very, very ecstatic. Yeah. Happy to have work. And... Um, wasn't too sure about I guess coming back like home because I had kind of left and was kind of like well I you know I'm never gonna come back right mm. I'm going to New York City there's bigger and better Where things beyond yeah exactly right <laughs> there's bigger and better things like that go come after New York you know New York City mm-hmm. um but yeah I came back to Alberta Valley and um it's been it's been good like I've I've gotten opportunities Right from my first year as an apprentice, I got um, offered principal roles um, in the yeah in the company. Mm-hmm. I got didn't really do my best <laughs> um, looking back at them. You know, I could have done a better job at kind of seizing the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, my director just kept you know, believing in me, which is huge, yeah. um, to have a director that has, he always believed in me wow. even when I didn't. So that was massive. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's how I got there. Cool. That's yeah. a cool story. Mm-hmm. So did you, growing up, though, have other dreams? Or was it just like, oh, okay, I guess I'll be a ballet dancer? On the one hand, did you have other dreams, like maybe a different career path? Uh, but also, on the other side, how come it was ballet and not Broadway or, I don't know, something else? Right. Well, um... Before I fell in love with dance, and even once I did, I thought if I didn't become a dancer, I would... This is before I knew anything, really, because I was like, oh, I'll become an electrical engineer. Yeah. And then once I realized all, like, all the requirements to become an electrical engineer, I was like, this is never going to happen <laughs> because I'm not, I'm not really that mathematically inclined. Right. So that was not going to happen. Um, but I never really wanted to become a ballet dancer. Um, I always dreamed of moving to L.A. Mm-hmm. when I turned 18 or before that. Um, actually, bef- even when I had started becoming more serious with ballet I was still trying to get my green card mm. or a sponsorship of some sort in in the states to start kind of getting into that sort of entertainment uh, music Old. video side yeah. of dance because um, that was what I really wanted to do you know mm. like be in music videos mm-hmm. and go on tour and that kind of stuff mm. and meet like famous people <laughs> and that, that was yeah. always kind of my dream yeah um, but then I had a, one of my only, well, actually my first male, like, ballet teacher told me, he said, if you want to, if you want to do ballet, you need to do it first. Mm. And so I, from that moment, I was like, well, I guess I have to do ballet, <laughs> you know, like if I have any desire to do it, which I did. So I, yeah, I did did ballet and it's been it's been crazy that I have actually been able to do it right mm, like yeah yeah totally yeah and then and then after that who knows I mean Broadway would be nice and I mean you can kind of do that there's not really an age limit yeah. on that you're yeah. not wearing white tights or anything so you can yeah you can, yeah, you can be <laughs> a little bit later yeah, on. yeah exactly <laughs> That's cool. Okay, so you find yourself in the professional ballet world. Give us an inside view on what the industry is actually like. What are the pressures, the tensions, but also the highlights of that? That's a... It's kind of a loaded question. Mm. Um, I think... I'll start with the good stuff. Yeah. The benefits for a male ballet dancer is kind of like a female hockey player. That's the way I've always looked at it. It's not nearly as competitive. Yeah. Um, We're kind of like far and few between, um, especially in North America, Mm -hmm. because not every boy, you know, grows up being like, I want to become a ballet dancer totally yeah yeah um so in that way that's a good thing you're almost if you can 
stretch your knees and point your feet and turn out a little bit. <laughs> and you can do a double tour and like three pirouettes and press a girl over your head. You've got a job. Right. Like pretty much. <laughs> like it's it's not yeah. that competitive, yeah, right? Yeah. Um for the females it's definitely a lot harder. Mm. Um so we that's definitely a benefit and a bonus. Yeah. Um and I guess job security, um that's kind of a job security is not really real nowadays, but mm. um it's definitely more it's more of a like guaranteed job, at least yeah. for your season that you're in, right? Mm-hmm. You know you signed a contract, you have X amount of weeks of work, 36 weeks would probably be the shortest. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I have, okay, I have a paycheck guaranteed for this many weeks. And then halfway through the season, they give you your contract for next year. Okay. And if they cool. don't give you a contract, you know you that know. you need to start auditioning, start looking, probably start to get yourself in a little bit better shape than you are mm-hmm. at the time Mm -hmm. if you didn't get a job offer for the next year yeah so yeah i guess that would be so those are the good things those would be the good things i guess as a male and i mean and it's really not like it's the female ballerina has like their job is hard man Mm. like you know being on point shoes and all that kind of stuff. Like our job is like really not that hard. <laughs> it's pretty easy. So like the professional yeah, 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 I guess right. <laughs> but like it's really not that hard. Once you kind of have established yourself mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. you can kind of. I mean, not sit back and relax because no. like you have tons of uh, responsibility on your shoulders. Yeah, literally. Literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like someone's life and you know feet and bone structure, right? Um, <laughs> But the even the pressures, I honestly wouldn't say are that hard on a guy. Like the negative of being a male dancer is really there's not that many negative things. I don't think like mm-hmm. as a ballet dancer because if you enjoy it, which you know, God would hope you're enjoying it. You know, you yeah. spent like so many years like working up to you know getting into a professional company Mm -hmm. and then once you get there if you don't enjoy it well you know you should probably learn to enjoy it because you just spent so much time and effort and your parents money getting there so (laughs) it's it can be like i have a i have a good friend who he went from being a principal dancer in the company and in other places as well and he's now he's a truck driver but (laughs) He said, like, even as a truck driver, he's like, dancing is so much easier. And because, just because the hours, like, you're there, but, you you know, you're just learning. You're not, you've already done the hard work, Mm -hmm. right? Like, once you, beforehand, because you've already built your body in a way that can do ballet. And it's not as hard once you get to a professional level. Mm -hmm. And then, like soloist principal um level it's not as grueling Mm. you know whereas as you're going into and because we're on salary Mm -hmm. we're not getting paid hourly we're just you know whether we have rehearsal or not 
we're getting paid. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a huge, yeah. you know, that's Not a every huge job plus. Like and if that. you have, you know, extra time and you have other um, aspirations, you can spend time doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not in rehearsal, you're still getting a paycheck, so yeah. you you have time to do something else. Yeah. Whereas in other fields, you're normally getting paid by the hour. So if you're not working, you're not getting paid. So you, you know, you either feed your family and pay the bills doing what you're doing right then and or you don't really do anything else mm -hmm. right sounds like a dream job <laughs> yeah, it has, yeah it's, it's sorry. in a way yeah, and I, you didn't mention one big benefit which particularly applies to you uh -huh. which was you getting to dance and work alongside your wife for quite a while which is unique i'd say yeah um so tell us a little bit about that uh, well, it's, yeah, it's a huge benefit. Um, he's just sitting here she's... dreaming about his <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> ah, it's pretty good. Um, she's, I mean, working alongside Ina is like, I think it's a dream come true. Even mm. if you weren't married to her, yeah, it's a dream come true because mm. she's like... She's like world class yeah. dancer. Like she's a world class ballerina, mm. and I think Alberta Ballet is because she just retired. Yeah, um, is really, really, really gonna miss her. Mm -hmm. They just don't know it yet. Yeah, and so am I. And I don't even know how much I'm gonna miss her because yeah. I haven't thought that far ahead because I don't really want to. <laughs> um, so it's gonna be. Yeah, it's going to be a different year, that's mm. for sure. But she, like, it's going to be sharing the stage with someone that you also share your life with mm. is, yeah, literally a dream come true because you don't have to... The acting part of whatever role you're doing, because normally you're either you're falling in love with this mm -hmm. person or there's there's you're communicating with the person and because you're so I'm so comfortable with Ina and she's yeah. comfortable with me she yeah. Yeah, it's it's like it's just like a day right yeah. like yeah. It, you're not even I'm not working yeah right like when we're dancing together <laughs> as long as it's going well yeah. right because as, as long as I'm doing everything I need to do because she's like 99% of the time she's doing what she needs to do and I'm like more like 90 92% of the time doing what I need to be doing so it's more like we come off stage and if I didn't do everything I needed to do it was kind of like Garrett where were you you know like it's good you can be really honest <laughs> yeah, exactly and that's actually like that's a benefit and also a not a benefit yeah um because you're just so honest. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're dancing with just a dance partner, like a coworker, you have like a lot of filters, mm -hmm. right? That mm -hmm. you're going to mm -hmm. put before you actually communicate with that person. Whereas if you're very comfortable with them, it just like comes out like point blank. You're just yeah. like, that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yep. Great. <laughs> now we're not going to talk for the rest of the night, are we? Right. Or like, you know, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. unique. Yeah. Um, and you guys dance beautifully together. I love Thank watching you. it. So I have two final questions. Um, the first one is, why do you think a lot of boys don't actually do ballet or say, oh, that's for girls? 
Do you think that's a cultural thing? It could be cultural, but I think we just don't see it. Hmm. So I guess that would be cultural. Okay, yeah. We just don't see it at its best, you know, where once you start to get into Bali as a boy and you see what the boys and the men are doing that are more advanced it's mind-blowing right Mm -hmm. they like defy gravity and they get to dance with you know beautiful women (laughs) and you get to even you know you're on stage and you get to pretend like you're falling in love with this person Mm -hmm. right and normally it's not a ugly person yeah right and so like normally you don't get to do that right yeah. and they're you're getting told to do it yeah you're like paid. no you need yeah and paid right you're like no you need to look at her in the eyes and she needs to look <laughs> at you in the eyes and that's just not something you get mm. like and i don't think boy you know boys understand that that's something that you're going to get to do mm. right? once you get to a certain level yeah um yeah. and i think well, yeah, maybe, they just but, don't see yeah. boys dancing. Yeah. They just don't see men dancing yeah. because there's nothing feminine about it. Totally. About people sometimes say, oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's ballet uh, such a girl thing and, oh, it's not manly or whatever, you know, which is... Hogwash. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. not It's not real because it's like it's yeah. nothing, there's nothing more manly, you right. know, than... Because especially, in my opinion, like... You were you have to be so comfortable and so confident with your the way you look in yeah. order to get up on stage as a man like in you know you're basically bare legged mm-hmm. like you're and you're naked from like <laughs> the toes to your waist basically <laughs> and you know to to say well I'm you know I'm manly right you're, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. out there and you have your you know shoulders back and your chest out yeah. and your chins up and it doesn't really matter that you're wearing tights Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that's it's it's a huge confidence Mm. builder like booster yeah once you get to a point where you are you feel confident as a dancer i think you're like very confident as a as a human yeah as a man off stage that's awesome and i think that's something that even if you only danced you know if even if you didn't make it to a professional i think that's something that all boys would benefit mm, from. Mm. Um, cool. Yeah, we need we need more men. <laughs> we need more men. <laughs> that is true. More men in the dance world. So my last question is, and it, I guess you've already sort of answered it, but what would you say, what advice would you give to boys who potentially want to pursue ballet but maybe their environment is telling them no? <laughs> I would say whatever's telling you not to do it, if if you want to do it, just screw whatever's not letting you do it yeah. and whatever's telling you not to do it. Yeah. Like if you have a dream and an ambition and a goal to do it and you know you can do it, yeah. you know, that's the thing. You have to know that you know that you know that you can do it mm. and nothing will stop you. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Well, nothing seemed to stop you. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. And you're still young and have lots ahead of you. So we're excited to see 
where this journey takes you. So awesome. thanks so, so much. Thank thanks you. for encouraging our listeners, especially our male listeners, but also our females. And um, we will hear from you again soon. Awesome. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We trust you are inspired and equipped to take your next step. Be sure to hit subscribe and follow us on social media to stay connected with all things GDN.